0: and bass intro i don't care it used to be reserved just for the uh judgment episodes but we don't do very many of those anymore and i like hearing it i'm a bass player i love hearing the bass so we are here to give you player expectations for this upcoming season we got players that change teams players that have new quarterbacks or new wide receivers what are we looking at here so i am joined as always by your dynasty degenerate mr steve
1: Ruth Sampson. How you doing? right, Steven. Good, Brian. What's up, Degenerates? Live draft for the SFB in Boston is uh, in the books. Quite happy with my team. It was a huge, huge amount of fun. Uh, I was really glad to meet all the people that were able to attend. We had four full uh, 12-team leagues there. It was very cramped in the back room, but uh, we made it through. How are you doing tonight, Brian?
0: I'm doing well, and i got to say, usually you and I... Do not like each other's drafts, but I've looked at your draft board. It's very good. I love that draft. I think you did an excellent job. I think you're making the show proud,
1: and I want to thank you, sir. I appreciate it, and that means that my team is going to lose every garbage, game.
0: Trash. <laughs> <laughs> and we are joined by uh, a new degenerate, Mr. Ben Steffen. He's going to be joining us from time to time. We're super pumped to have him. Those of you who don't know him, he's Rockstar Twelve, great fantasy guy, total ball buster. He's one of my favorite people in the fantasy community. How are you doing tonight, Ben?
2: I'm doing fantastic. My girls are in bed, I'm ready to give you guys some knowledge, and uh, all is good from Canada.
0: All is good from Canada, what else can you ask for? So, um, you know, all that's done, we're excited, let's jump right into the episode. All aboard the hype train! Uh-huh. I still have not modulated my voice from that cue.
1: Yeah, I actually uh, I actually know a guy who is willing to update some of these for us. So, yeah, that's coming. I think they're good. I love them.
0: I worked really hard on these. Okay, Stephen. So Mm -hmm. back off. I know, but they
1: could always be a little bit better. Other than that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, you know, let's start with. One that has a lot of people talking. We got Matt Ryan going to the Colts. Marcus Mariota goes to the Falcons. Obviously, that's going to affect their receivers. Um, you know, Steven, Matt Ryan goes to the Colts. I know that in the past you've been a fan of Michael Pittman. Obviously, you
1: probably think this is a huge boost for Pittman, right? Honestly, I don't think it changes a whole lot for Pittman. Um, I mean, he had like a hundred and Hold on, I have it written down. He had 124 targets last year with Wentz. I don't expect that that changes a ton. You know, it might go up another 20, so he might be around 140 targets. Um, he's the clear one on the team. He, I still look for him to finish around the wide receiver 15. I think he was 18 last year. So I don't think it's a, a as big of a boost because I really don't think Matt Ryan does much better than he did last year. Um, and Wentz was... Roughly the same in that offense. I I just don't expect it to change because fifty percent of the offense is Jonathan Taylor.
0: Well, yeah, but I I feel like that helps Matt Ryan. You know, the the team's not on his shoulders like it was. Um, you know, the Falcons they literally they had no
1: run game to speak of. And, well, I mean, Cordero had a pretty good season last year.
0: No, he did, but you know, it it faded pretty for, quick. Cordero, I guess, but and. You know, no receivers, Uh, you know, Calvin Calvin Ridley played, like, what, three, four games? Four games, yep. You know, I feel like Matt Ryan's in a much better place with much, much better coaching.
1: Oh, he's got a better coach, and they got a much better defense, but he still has nobody to throw the ball to, so I don't look for a whole lot to change, because he's got Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor and nobody else, so... Mm -hmm. I just, I mean, last, so, so last season, Zach Pascal was the number two target on Mm -hmm. the team with 67 targets behind Pittman. He had half the number of targets. They didn't really add anybody per se. I I mean, they got a couple of of potential draft picks that could contribute. I I just don't see it. And I think, uh, didn't Jack Doyle, uh, retire? I believe so. So that's 43 targets that'll get spread around to, uh, the, the, pretty much the new guys, I would believe. So here's what I saw with Ryan last year. He, he regressed. Uh, everybody says it was because the team was so bad. That partially is true, but he still had a, a relatively decent completion percentage. Um, adjusted it was 75%. That takes away the throwaway balls and stuff like that. So he, he, he
0: had an adjusted completion percentage, 75%, and you're hating
1: on him. I'm not hating on him. He had his worst season since his second season in the in the uh, NFL at under 4,000 yards. The defense wasn't great, but the statistics there weren't really any different than they were the last four years. When he had Julio, when he had Calvin Ridley, the only difference was he had better receivers. I just don't see that happening here because the Colts don't have a great pass defense. They have an excellent run, de- uh, I mean, uh, uh, offense. They have an excellent run line, but they don't have a good passing O-line. So he's still going to be under pressure. He's still going to have to throw the ball. And his uh, average depth of target was only 7.8 yards. I think his arm is tiring. I think 450 sacks over his career is starting to wear on the guy. I mean, he's he's in a tough division, and now he went to another tough division. He's he's beat up. Oh, it's a tough division for sure, but I mean, I, I kind of see the low –
0: Depth of target maybe being due to the offensive line. I mean, I think this is the best situation Matt Ryan's ever been in.
1: But the and thing is, is the O-line has not improved from that a, much from Atlanta. No, it's way better Seriously. than Atlanta, it's a, lot, it's a lot better. It's not. I'm telling you. they were So Indianapolis' O-line for passing last year was the 10th worst in the league. Atlanta was the second worst. It's not that much better. The difference between second and tenth is a third. It's a lot, but the actual statistics are not that much that separate those. But look at that fucking statue that is Carson Wentz. That has to contribute as
0: well. I mean, he's trash. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, listen, I get what you're saying. I do. Like, I don't.
1: I mean, Wentz had less less sacks than Matt Ryan did last year. He had less interceptions and more touchdowns. Right,
2: because he was on a better team. He was. And Matt Ryan but takes he, that spot.
1: He still moves around. I mean, Matt Ryan is 37 years old. He doesn't move like he used to. Other he's going gonna to get sacked.
2: So other than transitional years, when you had Roddy White and Julio together, or when you had Julio and Calvin Ridley together, when has Matt Ryan had more than one real target on his team? I mean, he had... He's going to have JT. He's going to have Michael Pittman. They drafted Alec Pierce. Yeah, but he had Paris Julio Campbell and still. Gurley.
1: He had Julio and Ridley. I mean, he's had guys.
2: Right, but I think he's in a better situation now than he has been in a while, and he's only one year removed from a top-12 finish.
1: He still only has two guys to throw the ball to. It's really not that different than what he's had
2: right. in the past. Right, and, and in the past, he's other than last year, which was one of the worst teams Atlanta's fielded, since Vic left, was a twenty finish, and he came off a twelve, a ten, and a two mm-hmm. before that. So he could easily bounce back. If Carson Wentz can throw twenty-seven touchdowns on this team, Matt Ryan can throw thirty. Yeah, I, I will disagree. I, I'm with Ben.
1: I'm with Ben, hundred percent. So I, I honestly don't think Matt Ryan finishes above QB twenty-four.
2: So my notes for this, I had twenty-five. Sorry, forty-five hundred yards with the 17th game, and he could definitely throw 25-plus passing touchdowns. He's free in drafts, so the ADP (laughs) risk is nothing. Yeah, In a one-QB league, you could take him with your second-to-last pick or last pick, even, because he's going at 166. It's free, and you could fill your team with a million other things and potentially steal a QB1 for nothing.
1: He's going at 166 now. When you get the amateur's in for redraft. He's going to go much higher because of name recognition. Could. Oh, it's Matt Ryan. He's on the Colts. He's going to have a fantastic year. He's going to jump way up.
0: That's basically exactly what I'm saying. Are you calling me an amateur?
2: Yes.
1: How dare you?
0: No, so... Who made the playoffs in the redraft
1: league last year?
2: Four. Oh, don't go there. Don't go <laughs> there. All right? Two-thirds of this show. <laughs> 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 Boom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, so you're down on Ryan. Me and Ben are high on Ryan. Not high, but optimistic about Ryan. What
1: are your thoughts on Michael Pittman? I mean. I think Pittman's fine. I really do. As down as I am on Ryan, I don't think it affects Pittman at all. I think, like I said, I I believe he still can finish like around wide receiver 15, maybe even a little bit higher. But I, I don't think he loses any ground from what he had last year. See,
0: I, I feel like I'm the Pittman hater, and I'm a little higher. You know, he's going way too low in drafts. He was wide receiver 16 last year with a fucking trash quarterback. I feel like, I, I mean, I, I feel like there's no argument that says that Matt Ryan is worse than Carson Wentz. I
1: don't think he's worse. So, no, I
0: think if about you're the same. now he's he's better. He's better than Wentz. Like, at least give me that. At least tell me he's better than Wentz. Nope, Definite, definitely, definitely is, dude. He was. Come on. Wentz doesn't anymore. even have a fucking arm anymore. It's brutal. But he have knees, shoulders, toes. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> PPR, Michael Pittman was wide receiver seventeen last year. He's being drafted in like the sixth round right now. It's fucking crazy. He's a steal. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I'd be willing to reach. Yeah, it's because everybody's drafting rookies and stuff ahead of him. But again, as the redraft season gets here and people start actually drafting redraft and shift from dynasty,
2: he should move up. I don't know. Given who's around him, there's not a lot of guys he's going to go past based on name. Like T. Higgins, maybe. Thank you. Uh, Mark Cooper, if Deshaun doesn't play, he'll go past. Other than that, everyone in that group is part of that group. They're right there, Judy, Godwin, who will fall because he's not going to be playing. But Sutton's there, DJ Moore, Jalen Waddle. Those guys aren't going to drop much, if at all. And Pittman, if he outdoes those six touchdowns he had last year, which I think he does, he gets closer to double digits, he's definitely going to be borderline wide receiver one, and you can draft him as a wide receiver two. Yeah. I like him. I love him. I I was big on him. As long as his ADP stays down, I'm in. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's enough arguing about crossing points.
0: Let's move on to Marcus Mariota and the Falcons. Uh, I really don't have a ton of interest in talking about Marcus Mariota as a Falcon. I want to know what you guys think about Kyle Pitts and Drake London. You know, obviously, he's going to throw to somebody. Those are the two somebodies. There's nobody else left. You know, what do you think about Kyle Pitts this year as a tight end, which obviously is at a premium because there's not many great ones. And Drake London, who is a rookie that a lot of analysts were high on pre-draft. I'll start with you, Ben.
2: Uh, Pitts, I feel like you're going to be in the same boat as you were last year. You're going to see him drafted too high in redraft. And yeah, he might finish there, but there's no value at the tight end position when you draft a top five tight end that high, unless they're Travis Kelsey two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the benefit with Pitts might come in the second half of the season. If you can trade for him and Ritter gets in there, I think you might see better. You'll have less QB runs. And I think you got a better arm, a stronger arm, with, uh, with Ritter than you do with Mariota. Yeah, I just don't see being able to take him as the tight end three off the board before the third round and having anything good come from that. Not that I think he's a bad player. I think he's an unbelievable player. I think he's gonna look really good on the NFL field. Oh, he's I just a stud. Don't think with the how high you have to draft him that it's gonna pay off. What about London? Similar. In redraft, I probably wouldn't even look at it unless he's there near the end of the draft. Um I don't know. Like I really like him for Dynasty. If you're building a team in Dynasty, I think he's a great grab. And same thing, second half of the season could be a nice breakout candidate to get you that kind of Amon St. Brown type second half production. Mm. But I think early with Mariota, I just really don't like the Falcons at all. And that's not just an NFC South comment. That's, I don't know. It just looks ugly.
1: It's scary. Steven, your thoughts? I am completely off of Pitts this year. Um, He's being way, way overdrafted. Uh, If you can get him, like if he would start to fall to the fourth, sure. Uh, Because there is a potential. He's a huge talent, and, and I'm not hating on Pitts for those of you who are our listeners and don't understand that I'm just trying to make a point for this year and not, I hate the guy. He's the bomb, um, as I was accused of saying about Fields last year, which I never said. So I think he's a, a tremendous talent for Dynasty. Uh, he's somebody you're going to want to grab for next year. Um, I think that offense is in a huge transition. Drake London was one of my favorite players in the, coming out of the draft this year. He was my number one overall. I think mid season or later on in the season he'll come out at where he's being drafted. I, I'm kind of okay with it because um, right now he's a wide receiver 41. So if you can get him around the, the same range where you're getting Iuke, um Robert Woods, Russell Gage, those guys, sure. I mean he's he's the wide receiver one on the team, so. If you can get him there and and he produces, you know, week eight, week nine through the end of the season, then you got a bargain. Probably not as low on Mariota as others. I mean, he was a number two overall pick. He struggled a little in Tennessee, but that could partially be due to coaching. They loved him as a backup in Vegas, and the little bit that he played there, he played pretty well. So, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't expect. Him to be, you know, put up Hall of Fame numbers or anything like that, but he gives a bad offensive line some mobility. Mm -hmm. So I think he'll be able to make some plays. And I do think that Pitts and and London will be the beneficiaries of said plays, but I just don't know how much it's going to be. So I, I have a hard time taking the tight end that's not Andrews or Kelsey in the third round or above.
0: No, and I get that. You know how I feel about high tight ends. Um, yeah. So let's move on to uh, Russell Wilson going to the Broncos. You know, obviously, Russell Wilson going to ball. We know that. But what do you think this does for Jerry Judy, who was pretty much the consensus number one wide receiver in that draft, uh, even though he didn't get drafted that that way? Um, precise route runner, good hands. You know, what do you think he's going to do this year with Russell Wilson, Stephen?
1: I think Judy should have a pretty good year. I mean, there really is no ceiling for him. He could be the number one wide receiver. so, Or he could finish as a low-end wide receiver, too. It's just tough to tell with what Wilson's going to bring to that offense. But I think him coming there benefits all of the receivers, the tight ends, the running backs bring something they haven't had since Peyton Manning was there, so it'll be interesting to see who actually steps out. Uh, I think Judy has the best chance, but we'll see.
0: So right now, Jerry Judy's being drafted as the wide receiver 27. Would you say
1: that's too low? If you can get him there, that's fantastic, because I think in a lot of spots, uh, Sutton's still going ahead of him, like four or five spots. By so.
0: one spot, they're back-to-back, according to Fantasy Pros. Cortland Sutton is 26, and Jerry Judy's is 27.
2: Sleeper ADP has Judy four picks above Sutton.
1: See, are you in PPR on? I am uh, Fantasy Pros, Brian. I am because I have Sutton at uh, wide receiver twenty and Judy at the twenty-four. But hmm. different sites got different uh, rankings. It, it's Fantasy Pros. Yeah. We're both on the same site, okay. but we've done this before where one of us has been on PPR, <laughs> the other one's not. Oh, half. Yeah, got it. <laughs> Or or on half. yeah. So one episode Brian was on PPR, I think I was on standard and Eric was on uh half. So we were all, <laughs> all over the fucking place. But uh I mean they're they're very close. So I, I think I would rather take Judy and take take the chance on the younger, better talented guy. Or right, I would as well. So Ben, um,
0: you got your choice. It's your pick. You can have Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy. let's call it the fifth round. Let's make it a steal. Which one are you taking? All right. Jerry Judy. All right. I, I, I like that answer. Um, but now let me ask you about the Seahawks. We got DK Metcalf. We got Noah Fant. Obviously, Drew Locks the quarterback. You know, how do you feel about DK Metcalf this year? And uh, do you predict any breakouts for Noah Fant, which we've been waiting for because he is a stud?
2: Uh, DK Metcalf, I'm only going to draft him if he falls hard. Um, I wasn't big on the Seahawks offense last year with Russell Wilson. Mm. I think Pete Carroll hates to pass. He likes to run the ball. They don't have a great quarterback it, with either of them. Um, I might be a little more okay with DK if Gino turns in, out to be the guy, just from the familiarity with them. Um, He's a great talent, big guy, super fast. It's crazy. But, Oh, he's a freak. It's really hard. I'm just not expecting a big year. I mean, the touchdowns might be there. He might save you with a week with a touchdown, but I think you're going to have some really erratic scoring where he is not there for two, three weeks and then has a league winning week and then disappears again. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, Like I said, I was out on them last year, both him and Lockett, and it's probably going to be the same this year. Um, Fant, I think... He's going to be okay just because short yardage tight ends tend to not lose much. And mm-hmm. uh, he's pretty athletic. He can get up the field too with the ball. Um, they do have to throw it somewhere at some point. And short seems to be a good option, especially if Gino's in there. But uh, <laughs> I do have a plus on him if Locke starts. Just, again, familiarity. Familiarity. The guy he knows can throw it to right away. Um I think that's the touchdowns that are gonna determine whether or not he's any good.
0: No, I i like that analysis. Um I really don't have anything to add. So let's move on to uh Deshaun Watson to the Browns. Amari Cooper to the Browns. Deshaun Watson is staring down the barrel of a suspension. Um it's going to happen. It's just a matter of how much, how long. Supposedly he's going to sue if the suspension is one full season i think it's he's he's going to get a full season you know uh not to get into the details of the case or anything but he is an incredibly talented quarterback you know despite anything in his personal life obviously uh he can ball and amari cooper is no slouch at wide receiver so steven You know where are you looking at possibly taking those two? Deshaun Watson at this point is practically free in drafts, and Amari Cooper is pretty low in the
1: ADP. Um, I'm not drafting Cooper. Uh, He's uh, I I want nothing to do with him outside of Dallas. If I knew Deshaun Watson was going to start Week One and play the entire season, I would might be a little bit more interested. But I feel like Cooper's going to regress back to where he was at Vegas when they got rid of him. Mm -hmm. Um, So, not really a fan. I would say as far as where do I want Watson, if I've got my roster filled out and I'm in the 12th round, you know, I've already got a couple of depth pieces on my bench, I'd probably take him and and stash him around 12, 13, 14, if he's there and uh, see what happens. Uh, You know, if he if he gets suspended what i think is going to happen he gets suspended for a year it gets appealed and he gets about 12 games that's kind of where i think it ends up um originally i had been saying four games i think with the baseball suspension of two years that that might have upped the ante a little bit but it's possible he sues the nfl and the suspension doesn't happen this season, too. So it's tough to tell right now. So hopefully we'll know more by, you know, the first of August. I think the judgments from the league official is supposed to come down the end of this month, 27th, I believe, or something like that. So hopefully we know more then. But
0: So that that's kind of the game changer for me, too. It's like, all right, well, if he's going to sue the league, I'm a Patriots fan. I watched what happened with Tom Brady. He got a four-game suspension. He sued the league, and he played that entire season Yep, waiting for the courts to do what they do, and I'm like, uh, if he's really going to sue the league and they're going to let him play while the suit plays out, I might be getting a steal drafting Deshaun Watson, Mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, you know, on the other side, Amari Cooper – I'm not biting on a wide receiver in Cleveland. I'm not biting. He is no more talented than Jarvis Landry. He is no more talented than OBJ. I've fallen for this trap before. I'm not falling for it again until that offense changes. He's going to be hit and miss. He's going to be boom and bust right now. He is wide receiver 24. I am not drafting him to be one of my top two wide receivers, Knowing that I'm gonna rely on him to have a 40 point game five times a year, like fuck off, no
1: fucking way. Yeah, he's gonna be Amari Cooper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get four or five games out of him, and then he's gonna fucking give you seven point games. So, so
0: now I, I gotta defer to the expert, Ben Baker Mayfield to the Panthers, DJ Moore, Terrace Marshall. What are you picturing with this offense this year? Well,
2: let's be clear right up the front. There is no quarterback competition.
0: Yeah, They that's traded done. for
2: Baker Mayfield. Don't Baker worry. Mayfield is starting week one against the Browns. There is zero chance the NFL will let them start Sam Darnold. They'll just <laughs> suspend him or something so they get that game. Uh, so I got a nice season for Baker Mayfield coming up. I don't know if it's going to be fantasy nice, but I know it's going to be nice. I think the improved O-line with drafting Icky, and then you improved your center, you got a nice guard, you already had a really nice guard, and you got a good right tackle. The O-line was one of the worst, if not the worst, last year at all aspects of the game. They went up. I think he now has better weapons than he did in Cleveland. I think DJ Moore is on par, if not better, than OBJ was when he was with Cleveland. Because OBJ didn't want to play in Cleveland, he looked uninterested.
0: Well, uh, first off, no, he's not.
2: But so, so do you think that so you Browns actually, OBJ, Browns OBJ, didn't care? No,
0: no. But that's what I was about to say. To to me, the biggest difference is the difference in philosophy.
2: They okay, did I'm not
0: want to let Baker Mayfield throw. Do I think DJ Moore is as good as OBJ? No, I do not. I think that history has shown that, but. If they're going to let Baker Mayfield throw, I think mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield could be a lot better than Sam Darnold. I think Baker Mayfield would be better than Baker in Cleveland because yes. he's going to be allowed to be a gunslinger, which I think is what he wants to be.
2: He will be. And I found so, Baker so you was think also... Baker's
1: going to finally pass for more than 4,000 yards in his career? Yes, I do. That would be amazing.
2: I'd be pretty happy with that. So in college. Baker Mayfield had one of the best pass catching running backs that's in the NFL today in Joe Mixon. He peppered him with targets. They ran the ball a lot. They RPO'd a lot with him. I think CMC is obviously a better version of that. I think they're going to let Baker throw. I think CMC is going to basically be a wide receiver all year. So,
0: but let me stop you there. I have no, absolutely no hope that CMC stays healthy. Two straight years, nope. He's too small. He's taking too many hits.
2: He's had Were too any much. Of those usage. injuries the same body part.
0: Well, well, this year will be a new
2: one. Could be. You can't really bank or predict on injuries, though. That's the problem.
0: Well, no, but like, I'm saying I, I think he's too. He's two years too ago, small. He's too small. He's taking too many yeah. hits, and it's adding up.
2: Two years ago, Joe Mixon was an injury risk, and this year, last year he played all, every game. Well,
0: it's what? just. He he could put me wrong, but I'm just saying yeah. when I factor in what's gonna happen with the Carolina Panthers, I am not factoring in CMC because I feel like he's gonna miss a lot more time again.
2: Like I said, I think you have to you can't bake an analysis on injury because if that injury never happens, that his ceiling's crazy. Like Baker throws for definitely throws for the four thousand and the touchdowns go up. And I think with DJ Moore, I think you're gonna see his same floor that he's always had. He's a thousand yards, four touchdowns every year. But I think that touchdowns, creeps past six, closer to ten. I don't know if he gets to ten, but I think he gets a lot closer. If you give him an extra four to five touchdowns on top of the four, on top of his thousand to eleven hundred yards, he always gets. I think he could be a nice pick.
0: No, I I like TJ more, and I like Baker. I'm not I'm not trying yeah. to shit on the
2: team. I just
0: oh, you yeah. know, like I said, you know. With CMC,
2: he's too small. Well, of course. Of course, everything's going to have the asterisks of yeah. if CMC gets hurt. But if you take it and you give it your CMC, you get 14 games out of him, let's say. 14 out of 17, he misses three. I think you're going to see Baker have a really good year because I think the way that his college team used him in Oklahoma is going to be really similar to how uh, McAdoo uses him in Carolina, and I think he's going to have a good season.
0: So wh- what I'm saying is erring on the side of caution. Mm-hmm. which I am, a, uh, I'm, I'm a cautious guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not drafting any Panthers assuming CMC is on the field because I'm not sure he will be. So I st- I'm fine with D.J. Moore. I still I'll, I'll like take Baker. I still like D.J. Moore. I like that offense even without
1: CMC. I like that. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> ben, do you know when the when the last time your team had a 4,000-yard passer? Oh, God. Uh, Cam's rookie year? Cam's rookie year. Put yeah. that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. Been a, long a long time long ago. I don't, I don't expect Baker to break that record this year. Just putting that out there.
0: No, I think he I will. I think he gets close, but I, think I don't will. think he
1: makes it. I think he but will. But I still don't think that that affects, uh, DJ Moore at all. I think he still has a, a pretty solid year. I like DJ Moore. I
0: like Terrace Marshall. Um, who are they got a tight end now? Um, Tommy Tremble. I like Tommy Tremble. I I do. I like the trio.
1: No, they're not studs, but they're good. I think Tremble needs another year, but I, I do. I I like him as a talent, and I do like Terrace Marshall. So, you know,
0: I I think there's a good chance Baker goes over four thousand. I do. I hope he does. Don't
1: don't get me wrong. I really do. I like Baker. But
0: oh, go ahead, change your stance, it. hater. Oh no, I'm not
1: changing <laughs> it. Changing it. I like Baker, but
0: um. So let's move on to the Dolphins. We got uh, Tyreek Hill goes to the Dolphins. What does this do to Tua? Uh, Steven, I'll ask you about Tyreek Hill, Tua. Taga, Tua. Tua, by the way. And uh, I'll ask uh, Ben about the other receivers. So what does this do for Tua? What does this do to, for Tyreek? Obviously, Tyreek's a freak athlete. Tua has struggled with accuracy, let's say, and has not put out great passing production. But does Tyreek Hill change that?
1: So I actually am one of the people that believes that Tua levels up this year uh, with the new coaching. He's got a a plethora of running backs behind him. Gusecki's still there. They managed to keep him. Uh, They brought in Tyreek Hill. They've done everything they can to make it possible for him to succeed. So... I think we find out exactly what we have in Tua this year, but I do think that he has a good opportunity to really level up and, and you know, make the next step in the NFL. So I, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him right around 4,000 yards, 20, 20 to 25 touchdowns. Uh, I think Tyree can bring that to that offense.
0: Uh, ben Tyree Hill, one of the fastest wide receivers in the NFL. Do you think he, do you think he finishes top fifteen? Absolutely. What does that do to Jalen Waddle?
2: Absolutely nothing.
1: Absolutely nothing.
2: Nothing. So I Come had on. I'll go I'll give you my four words I wrote for Tyreek Hill. Too fast to fail. But he he doesn't just need to stretch the field. The guy is incredible short route runner. He knows how to get open. I think Tua can hit him short. He can take it to the house. I still think Tua can hit him long. Um I wrote for Tua in here big year incoming. His health is improving and his familiarity with the team is improving. And for Jalen Waddle, I I don't think it's going to be the drop off everyone's predicting. I don't either. That that team could easily support Tua. They're going to be very similar to the Bengals with Chase and having uh Higgins, maybe not obviously at that level. Tyreek Hill I think will be better than Waddle, but I think Waddle's still going to be um in that uh, 18-19 range at the end of the year.
0: So you think they both finished top 24?
1: Yeah. I would say yes as well. I mean, you got to figure, Tua had 2,600 yards last year and was able to support Gusecki and Waddle. So if you can add another 1,000 yards or 1,500 yards, Tyreek's going to take 1,000 of those, and then you still have 500 to split. So
0: I'm sorry, hold on. Did you say Tua had 2,600 yards? Yes. He did. Do you see where the deficiency is? or No. I mean, I know he missed a few games, but... Yeah, he only played 12 games. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we're still Man, nowhere like
0: near 4,000. If you plug Hull's in the other games.
2: Up. He's still recovering from that hip injury. Yeah. He's coming around.
0: Two fucking years from the hip injury? I am supposed to rely on this dude?
1: Yeah. And besides, uh, his completion percentage last year was 68, uh, 67.8%, and that's not adjusted. So the, the accuracy issues are not really one of the... Uh, the concerns with Tua.
0: Yeah, well, when you throw it three yards from the line of scrimmage and the guy gets tackled four yards from the line of scrimmage.
1: I mean, they didn't have Julian Edelman, but they were throwing like they did. So I really, I expect Tua to be, if he can stay healthy for the full season, he should be able to hit 4,000 yards. With, with so the he, addition of Tyreek, I think that should be fairly easy to do. Here's my thing.
0: Okay, you got Tyreek Hill, who is a deep ball Asset, and you got Tua, who can't throw fucking deep. He's not accurate. I have no interest in Tyreek Hill. I mean, not, no no, not, no interest. But no interest in his current ADP. I can tell you that. Fucking, I'm, I'm drafting him in the fucking top ten. Fuck off. No way.
2: Where he's going, I definitely like him for sure. He's and further down you, than that. Yeah, yeah. He's right, after I'm sorry. Deebo, top top top, top ten. Lamb.
0: Top ten wide receivers. I should say.
1: Are you talking about Definitely. Hill or Tua? Yeah. Hill. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. No, I don't want Hill as a top 10, but I think he can return on that. I'd rather he falls and then I can get value. Because but... you can wait and take uh, Waddle like two rounds later.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, like I said, you know, it's like, dude, after Tyreek Hill was Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, T Higgins, Michael Pittman. Deontay Johnson, Jalen Waddell I'm like, dude, no fucking way No fucking way I'm drafting Tyreek Hill that high Because I just I don't think he's going to click with Tua I don't He's a freak athlete But I don't trust Tua to throw deep
1: And You can only throw so many screens You know I wish I could find his uh, He actually has a pretty decent deep ball But I can't find it, so one of the big things, I think, as well, the big change will be moving on from their head
2: coach and getting Mike McDaniel, who's an offensive-minded head coach. I mm-hmm. think that's big, because, oh, what the hell was his name, who they had? He did not like... Brian Flores, which Brian I, Flores actually, did I not actually like, like Flores. Tua, but he didn't like Tua, and he's a defensive coach. I don't know. It, they didn't click. They never did. I don't think he ever wanted Tua. It's, he was the guy, it's, he it's was the guy lobbying for Tom Brady to show up. It is and, not a bad point. Yeah, like the trust was never there. They never unleashed him. I think he gets a shot to really do it this year, and I think he has a pretty good year.
0: You're also assuming this jackass knows what the fuck he's doing.
2: Which, Who, like, do how, how many? He's a Mike Mike and Kyle Shanahan product. He'd yeah, be all right. It,
1: it, oh, every quarterback on. he's coached, the, like the last three or four quarterbacks, have had career years when he's coached them.
0: We've so. seen multiple quote unquote prodigies fall on their face. I have no faith in this dude we'll see what happens. That's the end of uh that's the end of my rant. You know, uh we've gone over the the chains of players I wanted to go through. Is there any players that you guys want to bring up? Uh Ben, I'll start with you.
2: Uh yeah. Let's uh let's talk a little bit about Allen Robinson on the Rams. Okay. Uh where do you think he finishes on the season and How does that affect Cooper Cup?
0: So, I like Allen Robinson. Um, To say that I think he's going to be the number one, obviously not going to happen. But you look at what OBJ did with that team, and I think there's a good chance Allen Robinson is well within the top 24 at wide receiver. and. You know, this is the best quarterback of his career on top of that. And I just I, I'm not I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I, I He is somebody I am targeting in drafts. Yep. He's a fucking steal right now. I mean, will you, will you set me up for a trap or, or do you like him,
2: too? No, I, I, I do like him. Um, the, the community doesn't seem to like him a whole lot. Um, but I think he went to a vastly improved situation. And I think you're going to see in the the five guys that are around him, like you got Mooney, which is a uh, hilarious comparison. They're still in that kind <laughs> of ADP. Uh, Sam Brown, Sutton, Traylon Burks, and Michael Thomas. Like out of that group, you could he could easily be the last one left, and you're getting a pretty like the upside. I think is crazy.
1: Mm. Steven, do you have a player you want to bring up? Um, I mean, do we want to talk about? chief situation with Juju and Rojo we could you we know certainly since we, could since we talk about Tyreek leaving i mean that that vacated a, a and left a huge hole that i don't think uh that i don't think Juju fills i think he he's going to get targets but he's still Juju Smith-Schuster he's not a wide receiver one <laughs> so you're going to have Kelsey double covered and then Juju covered and they have nobody else. I mean, they drafted a couple of rookies. We'll see how they pan out. But what do you think of that offense? What do you think of the I mean, I know how we feel about CEH, so I think Rojo's probably a potential upgrade, but what do you think about that offense with adding Juju and Rojo and the state that they're in by letting Tyreek go? So obviously that the
0: you know, we talked about this in the last episode. That that offense is built on speed. And the more I think about it, the more I think Juju might be a detriment to that, and I'm looking more and more at Miko Hardman. Believe it or not. Thank you um, very much. It's a thank you very much. The last episode, you disagreed with me. You said absolutely not. What on Miko? Yeah,
1: well, I said he could. I said that they drafted him to be Tyreek. But he just hadn't proved it yet. So right now he's being drafted as a wide receiver
0: 59 at 161 overall. Dude, I will take that shot every fucking time. Every fucking time I'll take that
1: shot. You because don't feel like he's threatened by uh, Marquez valdez scaling?
0: No, because MVS can't hold on to his gloves.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that 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 that's in reference to a discussion that went on in one of my other leagues. So uh, really-
0: <laughs> make sure to post this. So you're not alone. Um, he couldn't catch a cold in the Antarctic. Um, so you know, Miko Hartman has the speed. He has the hands. He's been in the offense. He knows Indy Reed's system. He's worked with Pat Mahomes. If anybody, if anybody is going to emerge to be the number one, my heart leaned towards Miko Hardman. Even though I think he's not super talented, I'm not a big Miko Hardman believer. If that offense is going to lean on any receiver, it's probably going to be Miko Hardman, whether he's great or not. And that's kind of the same argument I have with Matt Ryan and Michael Pittman. You know, matt ryan's a big upgrade michael pittman do i think he's a number one no i don't I, i'm on record saying that i don't think he's a true number one wide receiver but he's the best they got so i'm willing to invest in michael pittman because of the huge qb upgrade now miko hardman has nobody in his way he has that he he has the chance to take over that offense the only person stopping Miko Hardman is Miko Hardman. So if you can draft him that late and potentially get the number one wide receiver on the number one offense in the NFL, you're fucking stupid for not taking him. Stupid. If you draft, let me, let me look at some of the names above him: Devontae Parker, Kenny Galladay, Sky Moore. Jacoby Myers, Christian Watson, MVS Tyler Boyd. If you draft them above Miko Hardman, you're a fucking moron. And maybe I'll leave my words at the end of the season. Maybe some of those guys will finish above them. Maybe Miko Hardman's a bust, but we're talking super late in the draft. And if you're when you're that late, you need to be swinging for upside, and Miko Hardman is the upside. Like, you need to take Miko Hardman, you
2: know? I'm treating this season the same way I've treated the last two years, three years. If it's not Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill on the Chiefs, I'm probably not going to take them. It's just so many question marks. I agree with what you say that Miko Hardman's probably the guy you want. It's just so scary. You could Each week could be a different guy. If it's not Travis Kelsey, it could be any one of them. Sky Moore's going to have a big week here mbs i'll have a two touchdown game here like i don't know it's gonna be all over the place but i I just my my question with that offense is is juju gonna eat into the kelsey targets in the slot
0: there's serious potential for that that's
2: my worry
0: nobody's talking about it but he is he's a slot guy He's a slot guy. He plays the same role as Travis Kelsey, right? It's not a bad point. I haven't really thought about it that way, but you might be onto something.
2: That's my worry for that offense: is if he eats into that target share that tar- Travis Kelsey has always had with Patrick Mahomes, does it limit his up, like Kelsey's league winning upside, and kind of level off? Like, you don't want anyone in that offense. Wow.
0: Good point. Good point. Yeah. Uh, ben, who is your next player?
2: Oh, so this is a uh, ugly situation. Not, maybe not an ugly situation. Ugly team. A guy coming <laughs> from an uglier team who I think could have a breakout year. Evan Ingram. I'm no late, late, <laughs> late, late darting on Evan Ingram,
1: and this interview in is mock-ups. now over. Thank you very much for coming. Um, we'll let you know if look, you have the job or not. We, we've lost. Look at their ed- <laughs>
2: Look at their <laughs> NFL breakout years, or sorry, look at Travis Kelsey's NFL breakout year, and Evan Ingram to the situation he's going into. Upgrade at QB. One of look at the wide receiver situation there is absolutely garbage i don't know like i i can just see him getting like 5 6 touchdowns 600 yards 700 yards and being a serviceable tight end that you can draft late i don't know i just i like the price it's free so huge talent big like athletic talent i don't know
0: no i i mean i
2: tell Ta- I hear I I can see where I'm wrong, for sure. It
0: it doesn't make any sense, but I get you. I mean, Travis Kelsey has been a top 10 tight end his entire career where, you know, Evan Engram, very similar, has been a top tight tight end exactly once in his rookie year. So there's that. There's that similarity. Um, Last year, he finished outside the top 20. 20! Mm -hmm. Like dude he's trash he is trash he is bad it's like don't get me wrong i i get i get the argument new team new situation new coach new quarterback but at this point in his career is trevor lawrence really that much better than eli yeah no yeah no go back and that, watch that age season. He-
2: that age eli
0: yeah Go back and watch Eli. Go back and watch yeah, Trevor. Yeah, you
2: go back and watch him. This isn't Dude, the guy that Trevor beat your Lawrence team in 2007. was
0: fucking trash last year. He was fucking trash. Nobody talks about it because he's the number one prodigy. But Trevor Lawrence was fucking awful. He was so bad last year. Yep, and now really all of a sudden they expect a huge leap for no reason in season two other than a change of coach. I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. Steven, you, would, your thoughts? You'd
2: be saying the same thing the year after Peyton Manning's rookie year of how bad Peyton Manning was. He's never going to be good. Tra-
0: Peyton Manning wasn't this bad.
2: He set the rookie record for interceptions. It yes, he was horrible. He did. Do you know how old Travis Kelsey was when he logged his first 1,000-yard season in the NFL? 27. You know how old Evan Ingram is this year? 27.
1: Yeah, but you know how many seasons Kelsey was in when, when he did it? Three. You know how Third many Ingram's been in? Like five or six. No thank you.
2: (laughs) Similar career path. I think you're going to see a nice jump.
0: It's not even close.
1: Evan Ingram couldn't catch the fucking ball if you walked up and handed it to him. I'm going to
2: say terrible.
0: he finishes in
2: the 10 to 12 range.
0: Steven, do not slander Mark Ingram like that. He can catch the ball perfectly well if he had the legs to get
2: open.
1: Mark Ingram. Evan Ingram.
2: Evan Ingram can get open. He can't get athletic. open. He's he's oh, so awesome he can. Bro. He's fast. He gets open. He just
1: can't catch. Because his quarterback's trash. Dude, the ball hits him in the fucking numbers. He, he's like the guy from the replacements. Standing in the end zone, jumping up and down. The, the ball hits him in the numbers, and he looks at the ground while it's sitting there. That's the he, best movie of all time. He's bad.
2: I will uh, draft him, Brian, in the in the Listener League redraft. I'll draft him for you. Do you promise and I'll be, me? I, and I will beat him. beat you with him.
0: So here, here's, all right, so I told you once we got done with the chains, I was going to let you guys run the show. Here's mine, okay? Dan it's Arnold, Jaguars. He's the
2: number one tight end. He gets passed around the league like a bicycle. They ain't going to, no.
0: Number one. Number one. I'm going to beer bet you right now that Dan Arnold has more yards at the end of this season than Evan Ingram.
1: Deal. It's done. look at the sounder. Hold on. Never, never bet against a postman. We
0: got a beer bet. Fucking over. You might as well start shopping for Miller Lite right now. I don't know how common it is in fucking Canada, but you better start looking, because I want my beer.
1: They're both going to get hurt in preseason, (laughs) and the beer (laughs) bet's going to be lost. (laughs) (laughs) They'll bring fucking James O'Shaughnessy out of retirement. Uh.
0: So, Steven, who is your next player on the list? All
1: right. Well, why don't we talk about uh Justin Fields? Since uh, I'm evidently the resident hater on Fields. Um Ben, what do you think uh what do you think he ends up doing this year and how do you look at that offense?
2: Oh, I outside of Mooney and David Montgomery, I want Next to nothing to do with that league or with that team. I've been trying to move Comet anywhere I can. I'm out on him. I'm out on Fields. I think you were right. I don't know. He.
1: I was right I about what it, that he's a good that he's a good quarterback. It's just going to take him a couple of years.
2: I think it's going to take a couple. It might take a new team. I don't know. It. They change coaches. They haven't really helped him at his O line much. They didn't give him any weapons. They drafted a 25
1: year old rookie. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I I actually it, like Velas Jones uh, because he's a little bit older, and he he actually brings you know some maturity to the a very young locker room. Uh, I do like Comet this year. I like Mooney because I do think that Fields takes a little bit of a step forward. Uh, I think it's going to be another growing pains year, but I think he continues to move forward like he did. At the end of last I season.
2: just don't see them as passing steps forward. I think he's going to have a similar but worse Hurts season.
1: I don't. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think even. anybody's as bad as Hurts.
2: <laughs> I don't think he can... I don't know. Like, I liked Justin I mean, Fields a lot last year. I was really bummed when the Panthers didn't take him. I thought he was going to have a great year. Oh, I would have like,
1: loved it for him two to go.
2: wicked With his wicked weapons. Like, he had uh, Allen Robinson. He had... Mooney. He had an ascending Colkomet, and it just never looked good. Like the numbers were okay at the end of the game from rushing upside and garbage time, but they didn't look good at any point during the games. He didn't look good. He didn't look comfortable.
1: I mean, the la- the last four yeah, games, he had 291 yards passing, uh, 79 against is that Buffalo. 79 is not good. That, that, that was a bad game, you sound uh, like just for the Bears. Cam Newton. No, no, that, that was just a <laughs> terrible game all around for the Bears. Um, against Green Bay, he had 224 yards passing, and then Minnesota's 285. So,
0: <sighs> I don't know.
1: He, he Dude, got much number better one, towards the end of the season.
0: Number one, you can't rewrite history. You said Justin Fields was a fucking bum. I did
1: not say that he was a bum. It, I no, never once really said he was a bum. literally said he was a fucking bum. I did bum. not it's say he was a bum. It Anybody is. Can go and back and, go back and listen. Episodes. What I said was that Justin Fields wasn't going to start until week four. And that he was going to need more time to develop. And they were going to rush him out. Now, he started week three because Dalton got hurt. I never said he was a bum. I never hated on him. I just said he needed more time. I thought he was getting pushed out and he was way too hyped up to be able to live up to what people expected. And he met my expectations to a T. I
2: just don't see you're going to see, you're not going to see a big jump from that with the team they have.
1: I don't know. He had 1800 yards last year. I think he can make 3000.
0: So right now, Darnell Mooney, I have no interest in Justin Fields. I can tell you that right now. Darnell Mooney is wide receiver 23. I'm not interested in him either. You know who I am interested in? Super, super, late, practically free is Khalil Herbert. Um, You know, we talked about this on the the mock episode. He's practically free. He's not anymore. He's gaining a lot of steam. He's he's starting to gain steam. If you're going to draft, draft now. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because he... I think he's going to be a part of this offense. And I uh, honestly, and I know it sounds crazy. I know nobody wants to hear it. I know I'm on an island. I think there's a real fucking chance he wins that job. I really do. And that's not an injury. Yes. Dude, is Darnell Mooney that fucking good? Yeah. He's that good. He can't lose the job.
1: He's not no. losing the job now.
0: No, no I'm, I'm sorry. You guys are wrong. There's a real chance he could lose that job outright. Who,
2: to who? To Khalil
1: Herbert. I'm Khalil Herbert's Monty. a running back.
2: You're talking Monty. Losing oh, I'm the...
0: sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. There's a real... Even that, I don't yeah. think it's correct. David Montgomery, I'm sorry. I was looking at Donald Mooney on the ADP. That's why I got fucked up. I think there's a real chance that David Montgomery could lose that job Took a little Herbert. Is know. is that as it's crazy? It's interesting. I mean obviously no, it's a, It's it's less crazy than losing the job to a wide receiver, but he, yeah. <laughs> I, mean,
1: yeah. it, I don't think it's crazy. I think it I think it I do think that Herbert gets more work. I think it ends up where he gets a decent amount of the of the rushing work and, and Monty gets more of the passing. But it, it, it's entirely possible that he could beat him out. I wouldn't say no to that.
0: And I just want to apologize to the listeners. You know, obviously, the same initials, you know, Darnell Mooney, David Montgomery, like it. I got fucked up. I'm, I apologize. Um, but, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on the Chicago Bears. Uh, I really, really think that's a possibility. It's not likely, but it's a possibility. So if you can grab him super late in drafts, you're fucking crazy for not drafting him.
2: Ben, what's the next player you want to talk about? Austin Hooper on the Titans. There's not a lot of mouths to feed in the passing game on that team. And they do like to, like, Ron Tannehill likes to use his tight end. I think you get a dart throw on Hooper. He could be, he could be good. He can be that touchdown guy, short yardage, when everybody stacks that box against Derrick Henry. That they run those little dump off over the line right to him. So let me ask you though, are yeah. you worried about Robert Woods? Uh, no, because you got to hes the wide receiver one on the team. Because I think Traylon Burks is gonna take a while to get acclimated to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, so Woods is the one, and Hooper's your tight end? Like that's a nice one-two in the passing game for. A pretty good quarterback on a pretty good team.
0: I would like to thank you for not dismissing Robert Woods. Steven?
1: Um, I don't dismiss Woods. I just don't know when he's going to be back. Uh, I, if it's week one, fantastic. I, I don't think it is, but um, he would be the one when he comes back. It should be early. Hooper, the only reason I have any interest at all is because there's nobody else to catch the ball. Yeah, volume. Yeah. yeah. That that's literally the only reason I have any interest in him at all, and he's going so late that you could take him in the 14th to 15th round of your draft, and he's probably going to be there.
2: Yeah, I find volume opportunity at the tight end position is
1: like one of the most
2: important things to getting a nice steal at the tight end position. Like as long as the team uses one, you're there. Yeah.
0: Breaking news. Ben says that if you're on the field, you will be better than if you're hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, jot
1: I, this down. I got to fact check that. Hold on a second. <laughs> let, me, let me go to Twitter. Uh, I'll get back to you in a moment.
2: <laughs> That's funny. I don't know, man. Jimmy Graham was on the field a lot last year, and he didn't do shit. So Jimmy Graham's terrible. Yeah.
0: Is he, wait, Jimmy Graham,
1: What is he retired?
2: He not, didn't get signed.
1: He's not officially retired yet, but it's coming. Well, What's he waiting for?
0: <laughs>
1: for Gronk I, uh, to stay retired.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, Steven, I'll give you
1: the uh, last player of the night. Who's our last player? I would like f- for you to tell me what you think about Irv Smith coming off the injury with Minnesota. <sighs> so, Since we're on tight ends. Obviously,
0: I was a huge Irv, Irv Smith believer last year. Um, Not as much this year. I just don't think there's enough to go around, man. I mean, Adam Thielen is such a great red zone target. Last year, Justin Jefferson upped his game up. All of a sudden, he's a great red zone target. And it's like, what is Irv Smith going to bring to the table? Like, they have two top. 15 wide receivers, is Irv Smith better than them? That's where I draw the line. Is he better than them? He might be better than most of the tight ends in the league, but is he better than those two? And I just can't bring myself to that, you know?
2: Yeah. He's not. You want you wanna know why? Why? Because he's gonna be on the field and he's not gonna get the ball as much. So the volume won't be there, unlike Austin Hooper, who will be on the field and get the volume, <laughs> you fucking dick.
0: <laughs> <sighs> oh.
2: The volume's going to be there for Hooper. I agree He that Irv Smith is not better than those two wide receivers, and he's not better than the running back that catches all the balls,
1: too. He's going to get two catches a game and be a dud. Hmm. I smell a beer back coming. So Because if that was true, Evan Engram would be the wide receiver one every season that he's been in the league.
2: Now that he has a good quarterback.
1: But he's still been the best receiving option on the team since he got in. Right, but he didn't have a good he didn't have Kirk Cousins. He didn't have Trevor Lawrence. He didn't have Brian Tannehill.
2: Yeah, I know. He Kirk, Kirk Cousins is dope. Well, he's, a, he's
1: he's good he's solid. Quarterback. Yeah. No, Kirk's solid.
2: He's not very good at winning games against above 500 teams. So he is just, good at winning
1: games.
0: just below Evan Engram in ADP is Hayden Hurst, who signed who with I Cincinnati. Love.
1: Yep. But ton of mouths to feed there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but we saw what CJ Uzma did. We did. And I kind of feel like Hayden Hurst might be a little more talented than CJ Uzma. Mm. Meanwhile, Irv Smith is 14th. Fourteenth tight end fourteen. Hayden Hurst is tight end twenty four. Like, I'm sorry, but if I gotta pick between these two, it's not even a close fight. Like,
1: like who is it?
0: It's fucking it, it's Hayden Hurst. It's not even close. Okay.
1: Yeah, I don't agree. <laughs> I would probably take Irv because he's gonna have more opportunity, but I I don't fault you for Hurst. So I I actually like him as a late round guy this year.
0: Man, are you guys nuts? Are you guys nuts? You would rather have
1: Irv Smith than Hayden Hurst. I would rather have the third look than the fourth or fifth, yeah. All right. I mean, U- Usma had a couple of good games last year. He had a couple of eh, games last year. But he also had some games where he was just blocking. So, What the I feel fuck has like Irv Ar- Smith ever done? Get hurt? <laughs> be, be irrelevant?
2: I'm sorry. I don't bro. know. It's tough. It's tough.
1: You're in the the, the tight end dead zone.
2: Yeah, you're in the tight end dart throw zone. That's what I'm saying. So I'm getting that
0: kind of discount. I'm going to take the high-powered offense with the better quarterback, hands down better quarterback. I'm going to take him super, super late. Sure. I'm not saying I'll avoid Irv Smith, but... I'm sorry, but at the end of the day, like, you know, I'm looking at some of the some of the tight ends that go above Irv Smith. And uh uh, it's it's fucking brutal. Like, Zach Ertz in Arizona. Nope.
1: Oh, I would Uh, much rather have Zach Ertz. Why not? With Hopkins being suspended the first eight games or whatever it is, I would definitely rather have Ertz. He's gonna feast. Dude, right now Albert
0: O is going above fucking Hayden Hurst. Yeah, which you should. No, come on, dude. What are you doing? What he's <laughs> fucking Robert Tunyon is going above Hayden Hurst.
1: Yeah, Tunyon. Yeah. David and Joku. Yeah, that one I don't get. Well, if Watson <laughs> goes, like if Watson plays, I'm I'm kind of on it. And Joku because Watson no, will go to the tight end.
0: Dude, what are we doing? What are we doing? Listen, I love you guys, but this is this is getting wild.
2: <laughs> Arguing the tight end dead zone is very frustrating.
0: It is, extremely. <laughs> uh, I think that's pretty much going to wrap the episode. Uh, Steven, any parting words for the listeners? Get your tight ends late. <laughs> <laughs> Hunt Did around that, in the that, dead that, zone. That last segment was probably a little confusing. Uh, Steven, any parting words? I mean, sorry. Jesus Christ. Ben Stephen. Do you have any party warrants?
1: It's Ben Stephen. Good luck Stenner. in your
2: drafts this year, everybody. Get Matt Ryan late. The we'll steal the draft. Steal
0: the draft. So, uh, Thank you guys for listening. Obviously, we've had a lot of fun. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We've talked about everything and anything. Don't forget to write us emails, dddfantasyfootball at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Tell us what we got wrong. Tell us what we got right. We love you guys. Don't forget to message us on Sleeper. We love it. And we're going to start taking entries for the uh, Redraft League. So get them in. We look forward to hearing from you and uh look forward to talking to you soon have a good night bros